Welcome to Practical Access. I'm Lisa Deeker. And I'm Rebecca Hines. And today we will be answering a question at the opposite end of where we usually are. We'll be talking about the little kids. Lisa, what's the question? Well, before we start, I have to tell you the funniest thing. Quick laugh. <laughs> You're going to, uh, one of my kindergarten friends said her biggest problem is the kids are keeping their boogers inside their masks. I was like, that was more information than I needed. So with that, that was thought, more information than I needed. <laughs> here we go. My name is Tanya Wilder. The grade is pre-K and the content is social emotional learning. And my question is, how can teachers target social emotional learning skills uh, throughout the day in early learners? all day long. We want them not to have those boogers in their masks. Oh, so Lisa. sorry, sorry. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think it starts with the beginning of the day and I, I'm going to just start really quickly with really, really simple, put a goal on the board, put it in words, put it in picture, you know, because we shouldn't just assume because they're little, they can't read, you know, something like please or raise hand or be nice to your friends or whatever bothered you from the day before. That's always my given social skill for the day. As you're driving home at night and you're going 80 miles an hour and you're like, oh, and the speed limit's 40. What is it that made you hit that accelerator so hard? And so if it's, you know, that the kids were whiny, then the goal tomorrow is that nobody whines. Uh, and so keep thinking about making it super simple. But I think for really little kids, it's one skill, it's all day long, and it's reinforced over and over and over again. That's where I'd start. Well, I agree. Over and repetition matters. Um, planning matters with little kids. Mm -hmm. So this idea of plan, do, review as your your daily pattern. Mm -hmm. So in the morning, um, social, emotional wise. And again, if, if you're working online, it's different because now you don't have that same sit on the carpet together mm -hmm. um, feel and recreating that can be tricky. So let's think about which elements we can recreate. And I think a lot of teachers are doing this, but if you're not yet, let's, let's consider, you know, do we have some, do we have the big calendar on the wall behind us while we're projecting ourselves as we always did in the classroom? Do we have those things that look and feel familiar? Now, if it's pre-K, they may have never been in a public school classroom yet. Am I playing some music behind me that sets the stage for the day? I would, consider using music regularly as a cue, whether I'm in person or online, music sets the tone. So maybe I have some light music that I'm playing when we are being quiet and calm. Maybe I cue something in the background that's a little faster paced when we're thinking. And I explain to the students what these kind of cues mean. So we meet in the morning, we plan our day. As Lisa said, we focus on one specific skill and we do the same thing with the social emotional. Today, let's work on noticing when our friends are happy, noticing when, you know, whatever the one thing we're going to notice. So I think it starts with starting with a plan and setting things up so that learners have an expectation of what they're thinking about and working on. Well, and I know, Becky, I'm going to throw this one back to you. And then I've got a couple just websites to share. But I know you've done a lot of work in multiple school kinds of settings for like, where, where do you find the curriculum? Where do you start? Uh, you know. I mean, there's 5,000 YouTube videos out there and I'm pretty sure our <laughs> listeners are a little too busy to come through all those. Do you have kind of a framework or some work that you have seen or done that's really kind of taken that and spiraled that up over time? 
Well, if I were teaching pre-K right now, I would definitely look for a, an existing curriculum to help me with some of this SEL work. And I would probably turn first to something that is free, like Sanford Harmony. Now, I think their website has now changed to just harmonysel.org. And um, Sanford Harmony is what it was previously called. So that's what I'll keep referring to. And it it's as. Harmony S. S-E-L, like social emotional learning. Okay, just making sure. And so the whole point of this um, particular content is to address social emotional needs. And the great thing is it comes prepackaged with songs, with goals. Again, we could sit down as a class in person or online in the morning, pull up today's goal, and we can let it be driven by the the Harmony curriculum. The material's available for free, which is probably the very best thing about it. And it's designed for pre-K through six. So it fits very well for those very young learners all the way up to middle school. So with the amount of work and planning we're doing already as teachers, I'm not afraid to rely on something that I think is is a fairly proven. And I have had students who have researched the effectiveness of this particular curriculum and they had good results. Yeah. And it's interesting because there's so much out there, you know, we've got pbis.org that has great resources. We've got, you know, conscious discipline, restorative justice. There's, there's a lot of wonderful tools out there. And one that I really like to look at as an anchor is uh, the Wonder Grove Kids um, we happen to have the chance of meeting the great guy who started it. He did the Rugrats cartoons, not quite the social emotional <laughs> skills we'd want kids to learn, uh, but does a great job now with these Wonder Grove students teaching um, the 16 habits of mind. And so again, if you're looking for some anchors of where to start, what to do, but I think fun, I think engaging. And I think the most important part of whatever you do every day is sending that skill home. Again, with families, very simple. If you're using something like Seesaw or Flipgrid or even Google Voice, you could leave them a voice message or remind or send the kids home with a picture today. Mommy, dad, you know, guardian, whatever you need to put on that paper that says, hey, today I worked on saying positive things to my friends. Hey, I worked on raising my hand. Hey, I worked on because that's what also you want to have, whether you're online or face-to-face is you want transference of that skill. Uh, you know, if I teach you just to sit and say nice things to me, Becky, during circle time, we've kind of missed the point. Um, we want Becky to say nice things everywhere she goes. And, and I know, you know, that as a teacher, but I think transference only happens if we do that with families, we send that to the PE music art teacher. If there are elective times to the lunchroom, to the bus driver, anybody else involved in the life. Uh, I used to send kids down to the front office and say, ask them to, you know, give them something and see if they say, thank you. That's a skill we're working on. So, uh, and then my last piece here would be, don't make it about just during circle time. You know, you've got five friends that you were nice to, and you want five more, make it part of math, Uh, read a story about being nice. You know, if nice is the theme for the day, everything needs to be about nice. It's really nice when you line up, right? It's really nice when you go into the lunchroom to tell the ladies, thank you for the food that you have, whatever it is, make it that it's not just about one part of the day, but again, it's not only all day, but it's reminding over and over and over again. I think that's a good reminder for all of us. <laughs> Be nice all day. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go back to Harmony one more time, just to mention that on their website, they do have um, support for SEL for families and educators for remote 
learning. So I think that that's a really nice feature that they've added. Um, Sanford Harmony was originally created by a benefactor who was just trying to help um, teachers and, and kids. So I, I like the spirit behind it of trying to make it as accessible as possible uh, for all of us. Um, and remind all of those of you who are teaching these young kids and, and kids of all age levels, parents are also listening in. So, so whatever it is that you start to use, um, as Lisa said, include, include parents. Talk as though somebody's listening that you don't see on camera. So if you even think about that simple suggestion that I mentioned from the start of having different music types for different occasions, uh, let parents and siblings and everyone else start to realize how that works too. Because if they've got a little brother and they're trying to get, get that kid to calm down and they play a soothing song that sounds like school, that might cue the child to calm down. So I think... I think this is an opportunity while some kids are still working from home to continue to share skills that can be used across settings. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Becky, but in every night class or any class I'm teaching online, there's always, if I show something engaging, some little child pops up on the screen and I have to say, PG-13, you know, so again, do know that people are listening and you just don't know in those remote environments, but I even think that's a nice invite too. And I know Becky, you've done a lot of work with some local schools where they invite parents on a regular basis to listen in and to watch. So again, I don't think we can ever partner enough with families. So thanks for the great question. We look forward to more questions on our Facebook site or on our Twitter at Access Practical, or you can leave us a Google voicemail at 407-900-9305.